This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never ending fun. So booking an all inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. Devin brought friends today. I brought my friends. I wanted you guys to know I have friends that aren't Carolina because I know a lot of people worried about that. It was so weird to find out you had this other life with more, like, you talk to people that I don't know. You're friends with people that I don't know. And I think it's disturbing for anyone to find that out about a close friend of theirs. I think so, too. It's sort of like when you're talking to someone... And they say, I'm going to go have lunch with some people. And you're like, well, I'm talking to you right now and I'm some people. So and I like lunch. Why are you leaving? And who are they? And then you sound crazy. But really, you're just trying to protect yourself. Um, I think this is a good way to introduce, <laughs> start hanging out with your new friends. I mean, I do remember, Carolina, that when I went to their wedding, you were very jealous of it because it was the most fun wedding that I've previously talked about it on this podcast many times. It was the most fun wedding I've ever been to. Please welcome to the podcast two married people and new parents. We have Stacey Angeles, segment director of The Daily Show, former director of things as prestigious as 16 and Pregnant, Maid, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then we have Anto Boros. That's right. <laughs> Former bass player of the Swellers and current bass player of Original Sharks. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for, by the way, Devin, you know you always had a plus one at our wedding. You could have brought Carolina. Yeah. And you can imagine our shock when we found out that Carolina existed. I know. <laughs> She's I, never mentioned you ever. I've never I, told just, a single story. 
I was like, I do this thing where I like talk into a microphone every week with this stranger. It doesn't matter who she is. <laughs> I did hear so much about your wedding. I'm very impressed with how you guys pulled it off and particularly your vows. I've shared with people as if you were my own friends because I thought they were so cool. Oh, that's so I didn't nice even do the vows though. It was oh. like, it was like, do you Aunt Boros take Stacey Angeles to be your like lawfully wedded, whatever? Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. That was what it was. Yeah. And, and I then stage you did a choreographed cry, so. dance. The first dance was a choreographed dance to, um, don't Stop Me Now by Queen, right? It was. It was. It was It was so cheesy and embarrassing when you think of the backstory of us practicing like losers. But it was also <laughs> for my mom. And also, that was our third wedding. Wait, what? We got married three times. And I'm someone who never, ever, ever, ever wanted oh. to get married ever in my life. What was, mm-hmm. where was these other weddings? Oh, the, the first one, the first one was, it, we were at a crossroads. I'm a Canadian. I was living yes. in Canada. Yes. Stacy was begging me to no. move to the U.S. Begging oh God, me. No. <laughs> and we had only one option. Just get married or break up. So right. we went to City Hall no, after this, a this lot of... No, this is a glamorous way of saying... Oh, yeah, I guess Yeah, so. it, was, it was quick. Stacy's like, no, you can't leave. I don't want to get married. But oh, okay, my God. I will do it if it means keeping you in the country. Fantasy can be fun. Let so, me tell you the real story of what basically he comes home one day and this is when I was starting the daily show and I was on trial and I was like already freaked out because it was the first time someone moved in with me. And what was bad was he started the week. I started the daily show. He moved in that week and I saw my closet and he put half his shit in it. And I went to the the shower and I took like a crying game shower. So I was like crying and freaking out being like, books. I've always been a commitment phobe. Then like a month or so later, he's like, uh, I need to figure out. He, look, he looked into every other option and this is the best one. We need to get married or I'm going to get kicked out of the country. And I started crying, like bawling. Being like, this is the most this? romantic proposal I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, well, I was crying more like, I don't want to do this. But <laughs> right, we'll go with big... your way because now that we have a kid. Right. You got to adjust that story should, for when we Charlie gets older. That story. Yeah. And we so just, we, we yeah. just went to City Hall. We got married. We didn't tell anybody. Love. Uh, we had a random lady. I didn't know this. Um, this who random. married us. What was her name? Elena. Actually, Elena, because yeah, we go there and they go, you need a witness. And I was like, I'm not doing this all over again. So I literally screamed. I was like, will anyone be our witness? And this woman in a kitten winter hat, it was like a, cat, a pink cat hat, came in. And she's like, I'll, I'll be your it. witness. And then yeah. she instantly gave me notes onto my appearance. She's like, take your Stacey, hair down. Stacey wore a black dress because she hated it. And I drank a bunch it. of little mini had, airplane liquor bottles. That's right. It was like right before work. Oh, she got wasted. We went there. We forgot our passports. We had to go back. And then we had to take a lift back there. And the and song in the song? car was, it must have been love, but it's over now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no! this is just, yeah. So it that was, was wedding number one. Okay. That was wedding number one. And then I think, Three years later, we started slowly telling we just tell like our parents. Well, stuff. we were looking at a stay in the country papers. We weren't looking at it as a wedding. And then the funny thing was we had to do that uh, immigration interview, you right. know, and um, it's so funny because when you look in the room, you're you can instantly be like, OK, they're fake. That's a race. <laughs> that's a fake. That's a that's a 90 day fiance. And then, right yeah. Yeah. And then when we went to. Um, go into our interview they asked if i needed the translator they thought i was a foreigner (gasps) 
They're racist. Yeah, yeah. it was insane. I loved every second of you it. You should have done a slow clap. Like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. Well, speaking of racist, uh, Anto's Instagram opportunity was famously destroyed when he wanted to post his exciting America-themed collage to his Instagram to announce that he had been finally made a citizen, except it happened to fall on the day that, what was How it? How Rittenhouse was acquitted. So yeah. that's going to put a damper. <laughs> that's going to put a damper on the feed. That's going to put a damper on the feed. Patriotism <laughs> becomes a red flag at a certain point. Yeah, and I just was... want to say, Anto, welcome to America. It's, yeah, why yeah, do you want to be you. here? Not amazing circumstances. <laughs> no. I did not want to be here. I had no choice. And now we now, got an anchor baby. Now there's an anchor baby, so I'm stuck. Stacey, but, you really yeah. seem like the girl in the romantic comedy who doesn't want to get tied down and drinks little mini liquor bottles to psych herself up to get married yeah. and doesn't like sharing her closet. And I'm just very impressed by that because I think that's how I would like to seem. But unfortunately, we're not that Devin and I have, as any listeners to the podcast knows, really cemented ourselves as the best friend of that girl Who's like, oh, are you gonna get a princess gown? <laughs> yeah. Like the like the Drew, Judy Greer in every oh, rom com. Yeah. yeah. The Catherine Hahn. The, the ca- oh yeah, I love Catherine Hahn. I yeah. did famously ask my boyfriend to marry me in Vegas probably one month after we started dating and was upset <laughs> that he said no. So <laughs> I yeah. but you're still together. And I also never ever wanted a earmuffs for the baby. I never wanted kids either, but oh, I just came Pretty much in all everything Stacy wanted know. in life. Just that, that she didn't want in life, in she got. It's I fantastic. I would feel but, bad for you if you weren't in a beautiful New York apartment with a brick wall behind you um, with a husband and a baby. Dude, this is deceiving because when you're in, it's cool for one person, but now that there's three of us, like every day we want to murder each other except for the baby. Do you She's um, like share blue. one toilet? Yes. Yeah, it's one yeah. toilet and there's no doors because it's a railroad. Right. There's like a curtain. Right. So if we get mad, I can't like, slam a door i just like stand 10 feet away and i'm like you stay there can you imagine i'm I'm trying to take my man dump and i got my wife as am i my ball and chain just knocking on my wife and kid knocking on the door like we need the bathroom and it's like bro let me finish this big old dump okay you see why i'm so sad about getting married (laughs) wait can i just Dump in peace. Okay. Yeah. First of all, you guys can't dump in peace. You can't dump in peace. But no. First of yeah. all, didn't I dump at your house once? Because I, I like, I, I remember being like, I have to do this, but like, please don't listen or anything. I think you did, and I think that's a sign of a true friendship. I we think when you're on all, we no. turned on the faucet. Should we like the send same... to her? She's like, no, she's fine. Baby's no, crying. She's, it's fine. She's, she's commenting. She's commenting. She's like, oh yeah, Devin's dump was disgusting. She's like remembering that myself smelly. on a daily basis. She could smell it. She, <laughs> maybe, she maybe smelled Devin's older. dump from before even being born. I will say though, I do think like to me, it it was a very romantic moment when Devin's like, "Can I take a dump in your apartment?" Because I'm like, we just sealed our friendship for life, and that's also I agree with when you're dating someone for the first time. If you can fart in front of them without judging, then it's 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 going places. I think. That's true. I struggle with that. And um, even when I was dating someone for uh, years, I did leave their house once at 5 a.m. in the morning so I could let out a big fart on their front porch. <laughs> and recently I went on a hike with a guy and it was a beautiful hike. And it was actually like a 20 minute drive to get there to find some parking 
We start the hike. Oof, okay, 10 minutes into the hike, I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes in. And then oh I had to God. just, you know, when you stop talking, you're like, now I just need to you focus, have to focus on, on the clunch. Focus on the clunch. Of the Did you just and go, I got to just check out Mother yeah, Nature over here. And then you have like a shovel. <laughs> I, um, I looked at him and I said, um, well, at first I said, I got a cramp, which I was like, that could be a word for it. And he said, really? We just started. And I said, yeah, well. And he said, okay, let's stop. Let's take a sip of water. I was like, no, I'm good. And then we kept walking and like a bead of sweat down my forehead, chills on my body. Um, and I stop and I just stop engaging with the conversation. Like, and it became one of those things where I was like, either I walk for the next hour in absolute agony or I shit my pants and the more demoralizing part was when I said, I have to go home. My stomach hurts, which I was like, you know, there's a subliminal message there. And he said, do you want to just go in the woods? <laughs> I was like, oh. you know, no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to, um, I'm not going to get sick in the woods. I'm not going to wipe with leaves today. That's a very romantic gesture that he was like, Hey, if you want to blow up the woods, by all means, <laughs> I know what that is. That's I, like marriage material. Are you going on a second man? date? Yeah. Yeah, I think there are going to be more dates. Um, and I'm just not going to take, you know, any supplements beforehand. That's good. Listen, you got to eat before you drink coffee because that makes That's a huge difference. Yeah. I just, I went off so cheery, not a care in the world. I drank a whole pot of coffee and then left for my hike as if <laughs> I was making all of the right decisions. And and we talked the whole ride there about how we were just healthy L.A. people now, you know, like, hey, you know wake up, go on a hike, shit your pants. Um, Stacey and Anto, how and when did you meet? I was working on um, a show called Warped Roadies for Fuse, where it's I actually didn't even know what what Warped Tour was. You know, it's like a music festival in Lucky Wheels on a bus. I know <laughs> it was. Uh, and uh, he was in a band there. I was in a band. I was not a groupie. I, was playing, um, I got really wasted on the second day, and I jokingly wrestled a friend of mine in the parking lot, and it kind of took a life of its own. And the next day, our tour manager was like, hey, um, there's a TV show that's being filmed. Do you guys want to, they want you guys to be like on the show, like wrestling each other. And I thought to myself, get on television, not for music, but for wrestling. That's a big yep. Yeah. Yep. We, yeah. We should start off like he's obsessed with wrestling. It wasn't just like a random like, oh, we're going to like play around with wrestling in a parking lot. It was like, you know, we have a wrestling belt on our wall. He has two wrestling belts. He, and so it was like a very elaborate, well choreographed wrestling where literally 300 people, bands and fans would just follow it. And they would be one like. I felt like it was like half a mile. It started in the catering hall and it went all the way to the ocean of one location we were at in California. And then, um, you know, every day we're trying to find a storyline for the episodes. And so we're like, sure, right. we'll do this. Like what bands do in their off time. And it ended up being like, people made signs. People got really divided over JJR versus Anto. And um, it became this big thing, but I wasn't like Anto fell in love with me. Probably well, when he first saw on, me, I was in love with him. Well, I didn't, let me, I wasn't let me attracted to him at all at that also, point. Also, so I had a camera crew that was filming my side of the story, and then Stacy was, the was following the other side. So I didn't know her just yet. And halfway through it, the, the gentleman that I was wrestling was like, hey, there's this girl named Stacy, and she's the whole boss of the everything. And if you see her, 
just be nice so that we could get the footage in case it doesn't like make it on air. At least we'll have it because it'll probably be pretty funny. So that's why when I met Stacy, it was solely just like be you nice took to this way lady. Too far on yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm still waiting on that footage. <laughs> Meanwhile, still don't she have it. has a baby in one arm, and he's still waiting on it. the footage. I know it's kind of the disgusting. When I you're get like, that footage, this baby, I am out of here. This baby literally <laughs> exists because of Warp Tour, which is kind of disgusting. But I hate telling people we met on Warp Tour because it makes it sound like I was a groupie of the band no, or whatever. It's your so, band aid. You were there for the music. No, but I'm like not even like. Anto's band was very talented and they're very good in that genre, but that's like not my type of music at all. And so sometimes just to shorten it, because it's such a long, stupid story, we just say, because the first time we actually interacted and talked on the tour was when they forced us to do this um, charity. charity so we just say sometimes we met doing charity. because it makes us sound philanthropic sound. endeavors. But <laughs> yes. isn't there a story that, that Stacy made the first move? Oh, of course. I- I always of make course. the. I've made the first move my whole life. If I Me didn't, too. I would be like a virgin to this I day. I made Same. one first move on a lady and got super shut down, and I've never done it ever again ever, ever since then. <laughs> now that's I'm like, what's guy. wrong God, with that lady? Where that's not how I lived. Yeah, now I'm like, wrong why with that lady? That... Why did she shut you down? No, I was like, she? what does she know? Like. It's kind of insulting to me that I made the first move and a lady shot him. I was like, what was well, her standards? To be fair, it was in high school that I got turned down, but it stuck with me. Okay. And just so you all know, in college, that girl came. Died. Like she, she <laughs> <laughs> is murdered. That's John Ramsey. <laughs> she approached me. Second she approached me in college, asked me out on a date, and I looked at her was like, hello. Uh, what really do you quick know who with this I redemption am? story on hi little girl yeah and then when i told her it was me who she rejected she's in like high school, who are you she who, was like my was friends this? made me do it and i said that doesn't make it any better bitch I, scarred me bitch i, I think bitch. this follow-up story does <laughs> not help your scum? case at all you fucking no. scumbag <laughs> you ruined my life you ruined my fucking life now i have a baby and i'm living in brooklyn <laughs> waiting for some goddamn more tour footage that I've been waiting on for seven years. You're going to see that footage. <laughs> uh, so uh, how, how did you make the first move? What's your style? Oh, actually, style this was, was good. This was good. This was oh, good. It actually was kind of cheesy. It was the his last day because he was only doing half the tour. And like, babe, he... I'm on my wrestling tour. <laughs> yeah. On last show. And it was a crazy day where I was like covering four storylines. There was a... a not a tornado. Not what's it was what's it was really disgusting day where it was like super insanely windy. There was like a mot, there was like these crazy storms. I remember I was filming B roll of it and nachos hit my face. Oh. Like it was disgusting. And then Did this you one guy got support. Just one Huh? Yeah, I was like, I was like Pac-Man, <laughs> just eating all the food that was flying in my face. And then um this one guy was uh stuck one of the band members from England was stuck in Canada because there was some issue with the visa. So we had to cover that story, that story. And then there was other girl was meeting her brother for the first time ever because she was adopted. And there was all these crazy stories Fucking going boring. on. And then it was his last day and he kept trying to find me. And I was like, I got to capture this thing and I got to capture this storm. And he's like, and he kept coming and like being like, hey, well, I, I got to go. It's like my last day because we started like texting each other. And I started like, we, it, it was like really always very comfortable and easy because on Warp Tour, I think the. The, it's like 25 guys to one girl and they're all just disgusting pervs. And he was the only one that like wasn't disgusting or pervy. And I thought he was funny. And so we just kind of like gentlemen. hit it off. He was a gentleman. <laughs> but then uh, we were interviewing, I was interviewing this one band 
who lost their their lead singer was stuck in Canada. And then he was like, I'm leaving. And then I go to my the B camera guy, I go, just keep filming this interview. I have something to do. And then I remember this is so dumb. There was like a random table with shots on it. And I don't know. It could I just took the shots because I was like, I'm just gonna make out with him because oh, yeah. if he if he you know, reciprocates. Cool. If not, I'm never going to see him again. So who yeah. cares? Yeah. So the then, best, um, yeah. and then, it, and so, so then, then she grabbed my hand and walked me like two miles away from everyone. So yeah. I didn't want anyone to see. I was a professional guys. I'm saw a professional. anything and then turned the corner and just planted a big, huge, wet, smoochy kiss on me. And then it started, Ooh. and then it started raining. And, and I tried to lift did. him up like Dirty Dancing. No, I lifted you up. No, like I lifted dancing. you up, and then he was like, "Oh my like god, that's dancing. a funny bit. I should have done that first. No, it started raining, and then we were both wet and sexy. And then I was like, "Here." And let's then do I was dirty like, dancing. "Bye. I'll Here, never see you again." I just wanted to have one makeout on this disgusting tour where I don't shave my legs, and you have to and move in compost yada, bags yada, and yada, take yada, showers in this parking lot. You had a shit in a compost bag. Every yeah, day. What kind of is this? It's disgusting. It's like you're the worst version of yourself. So if anyone finds you any somewhat appealing, it's like, well, I got to hold on to that person because that's you also- the thing I'm impressed by most about your love story is that if nachos <laughs> were thrown on my face, I'm not even like a high maintenance person, but that would shake me to my core, like having hot <laughs> melted cheese on my face. <laughs> like, I want keep that. It on my face. I, want I that. did wipe it off like this. Like- uh, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of you just like rinsing your face off with a sink and then being like, all right, let me gonna I'm gonna go pursue this potential lead. I, I mean, can't use porta potties, so I can't I'll 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 do do I'd rather shit in the woods. It's like After- in Survivor, like automatically the first night they sleep without a blanket. Nope, won't be able to do it. Won't be there. Oh my God, you know what's disgusting is we knew people who in the mornings would have sex in the porta potties. No. Because there's no privacy on the bus no. and some people didn't even you care about that. You never but- need to have sex that bad. I never you need to have sex that bad. I know, it's so disgusting. Uh-oh, a couple uh-oh, of beers oh will say otherwise a couple of beers you'll be getting railed in a porta potty than in a porta potty i I absolutely agree (laughs) i know your type you want to get railed in porta potty oh let's just call it what it is those porta potties are like torture chamber hot boxes i think they like train navy seals you want a potty because in this because we're we're traveling in the you want a porta potty with several people's dumps and you just want to get railed in there with the door locked. Come on, we've all, we all want and that. I don't know why to turn into an episode of Jackass where they lift up the porta potty oh, no. on a crane. Oh my god, that's no, awful. No. And he's no. saying all this as he's holding our child, who, by the way, just fell asleep child. in my arms. Look at that. I was. Where I thought you were going to say just took a shit. Don't know how she was conceived. <laughs> Not through sex. Not through sex. <laughs> I have True, a question. It's IVF. Okay, wait. I want to get to the pregnancy. I want to get to that stuff. But first, you know, Anto and I, I, I don't even know how our friendship started. I know the first time I saw you guys, it was at a denim themed party and you both were wearing head to toe denim with denim hats and crazy, like <laughs> engraved, monogrammed denim jackets with American flags on them. But Anto and I's friendship has grown as a result from a shared passion for TLC, also known as the Learning Channel. 
Um, <laughs> and that is because every time, every single time. So, so many people I know, aka everyone I know, has gotten rid of cable besides Carolina in the past like five years. I want to burn my money. Whenever people tell me that, they're like, oh, I got rid of cable. It does, I'm like, oh, that's fine. When I heard that you, Stacey and Anto, were getting rid of cable, I was scared because every single time I go into your apartment, which is many times, Cable is on channel TLC, whatever happens to be the show of the day. I got rid of it, but we had to get it back. We got it back. Anto we got rid of it. Jeopardy like, and all his other maybe, maybe less than a week. And then it came back <laughs> because I needed to know that the baby. thousand pound sisters were okay. I needed to know that the little Johnstones are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Still a thousand pounds. Yeah. Anto sends me so many videos that he films of thousand pound sisters and texts to me that now my, my TikTok algorithm will randomly show me like thousand pound sisters clips. <laughs> they're, they're very funny ladies. I, I, I will say when Anto and Devin first met, it was like soulmates of like, no, no, BFS it took a because... minute because I met you. Um, at your unicorn birthday party. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh my yeah. God, I forgot. Well, no, not that. not met you. I mean, we were like friendly acquaintances. But when but... you had your first deep conversation about reality TV, I was like, wow, they get each other on a weird level. I will never understand. Yeah, it and was I'm a glad slow, they it was a slow has build, this outlet because I can't provide that type of love for yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> now it's flourished into full fledged. We we are mutually passionate about 90 Day Fiance, and mm -hmm. you are a 90 Day Fiance. I am a 90 day fiance. That's right. You so I'm the sucker. And I'm slowly on my way to becoming a thousand pound sister. <laughs> yeah. So I want to blend it all together. So how did you guys go from long distance Canada to U.S. relationship to being 90 day fiancés? It literally came down to I think we we were just hanging out a lot on Skype back then. And it was getting I think we started fighting more. And it, it was a lot easier because it was just like, oh, cool. You're being annoying. Click. It was great. It was great because I saw he, uh, we try to see each other like once or twice a month. And I loved it because I was always a commitment. Yeah, I meaning, was like, this is perfect. Meaning Anta would drive to New York City all the time. And Stacy never came to Canada. I came to Canada plenty of times. And the first time he denies this story. But the first time he's from a Croatian family. We were at dinner and they all started talking Croatian. And I was just like, Haha, I feel like you guys are talking about me. It was really weird. Which they and, were. And then <laughs> she's too you skinny. Would if you were around an English person and right. you could speak a different language. Exactly. Yeah. She's, she's too, too skinny. skinny. That's nice. Yeah, is she I, Catholic? I say, talk about that yeah, English. is she Catholic? And they Her go, how is this going to work? You said, how is this going to work? It's, uh, they, did they, I bet you they did say that. This is a new one. This is the first time I'm hearing that. No, I'm just kidding. My grandma was saying like, she needs to eat. She's skin and bones. Okay. Oh, I do have big shoes too. Yeah, she would tell my mom, just quick, make some soup and have her eat it. Soup. Quick, <laughs> quick, soup. quick, please. Quick, as put fast it together. as you can. As fast as you can. <laughs> She's going to die. Okay. But I just remember his grandma touching my belly and patting it. And I thought she was saying, like, she needs to have a baby or something. And then no, was... she's like, get some food in this fucking okay. toothpick. Anyways. But yeah, anyway, so. so that... It was it was kind of easy to be in that relationship because because again, it was long distance. It was, it was long perfect distance for me. But I think, and I could be wrong, but I think it towards the end it was kind of getting an annoying to just constantly, you know, Skype every night. And then it just, I think we had the talk of like, look, what are we going to do? He Either said, you need to move Stacey, here, or I'm it's madly over. in love with you. Oh, I never please. gave you an ultimatum ever move here. Cause I was like, I do, I don't want you to move here for me because that's a lot of pressure if it doesn't work out. 
So you should move here because you want to move here, but not because of me. Please, you have okay. to come to the U.S. I yeah, that's, need that's you how here. Sound that's a really Please good impression of her. No. Yeah, I, that's I was, dead on. I'll give you the warp to See? a pudding. Oh, my God. This is so annoying. <laughs> this is why I was nervous about him moving here because I was like, I can handle you once a month, but seeing you every single day, waking up to your face with this yeah. one bathroom where you guys know now what he does with that one bathroom all the time. Yeah, try to take <laughs> a peaceful dump. <laughs> unsuccessfully by the way okay. Like you're the wait. Only, you... okay wait what did you guys fight about long distance though did you have like jealousy issues no, no. I think a lot no. of our listeners deal with long distance relationships and the decision to move somewhere for a person so what are your feelings about that if someone was asking you for advice about that situation specifically what well, would don't you ask offer? us i gotta tell you the one thing that did <laughs> not say, no, happen I'm not answering that. well no i mean i just feel like i'm the worst person to talk to i just this worked out okay but i was awful in the beginning i was like this isn't going to go anywhere if you want to you can see other people just don't tell me and don't get any stds Oh, there was there was good vows. There was there was it was fun. It was good because there was no jealousy. There was no weirdness. It was always very chill. And I think the fighting was more so just kind of being annoyed at like being on the computer and talking for two hours. Normal human stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember any of that. I remember it because I was like, collect. Oh. Yes, I just locked out those and memories. The slam of the laptop. <laughs> Goodbye. But um, yeah, so there wasn't any of that. I don't know. I think yeah, we were both. Uh, you know, kids these days, everyone's got mental issues and depressed, <laughs> yes. and it's like we were born in a time where it's just man up, man the right. fuck up, stop crying. Okay. Wait, I Don't think this it. is all bad advice. I do identify with you, Stacey, in that I think in partnerships, I'm actually a very like anxious, attached, codependent person, but in partnerships, I do enjoy when the person leaves for work. Like if they go on a work trip, I love it because I get to live my single life for a second. And I think that was hard because when I was leaving for tour, it's like we missed each other more and it was like an excitement to see the other person. <laughs> And then when the band was done, it was like, oh, no, I'm stuck here every fucking no, day No, that's my not life. true. I will say the, the, the real test was because of work, I was always out of town. I'm out of, I was out of town at least averaging like maybe a week a month or Sometimes so. Sometimes with me. Sometimes, Sometimes with, with Devin. Devin. Oh, those were the dream days. I miss those days. But I would be gone a lot. So it would be it was like perfect situation for him, I felt, because oh, I was like, yeah. and I then like, when. Yeah. And then when COVID happened, I can hook up with whatever I want as long as I don't get STDs. Yeah, just don't get STDs and don't yeah. let me know. And then when COVID happened, I actually ditched Anto for a year and went to Texas. But That's before cool. that, we were living together in this small one-bedroom apartment for three months, and that was actually the longest we've ever spent together that many days in a row because we always had like things and like whatever and work, and it was hard. And I really feel like if I was here throughout COVID and didn't escape to Texas, it wasn't that I escaped like to ditch him. I just, I had other personal things in Texas and it was like a good opportunity to like take advantage of the time. And I feel like we would have murdered each other. Yeah, we did pretty good at the beginning. And then at the three month mark, I think we had like one blow. I know, but I, I was also like doing IVF and I had all my hormones oh, were out, yeah. all out of control. And I think I remember one time being like, go back to Canada. It got like really. <laughs> that is racist. 
And so, one time in my laundry room, like, I was like, I want a divorce. Yeah, there's this in my laundry room in Texas because we're trying to be quiet. Hormones. <laughs> and women have these hormones. Oh my God. If you're going to do this mansplaining, <laughs> no one's going to like you. No one's going to. Let me explain about do this women. Mansplaining. Women got hormones. <laughs> First off, it's a different level of hormones when you're getting injections. With, uh, I think that's a the, good uh, beginning of like a 10 minute comedy set. Okay, so women got hormones. I'm trying to take a dump. Don't got no peace. I'm trying to take a dump, He's but got my wife got these high hormones. High material, yeah. real sophisticated. It's all good stuff. I want true Does money stress you out? Let Facet flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding Facet immediately put us at ease. Facet's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us Facet for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit Facet.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Anto, you moved here, and then how did it go when you first got here? Was it hard to get used to? Yes. For Stacy, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you first got here, and every time you tried to hang out with people, they did not have a good time. They did not reach out to hang out again. So was That's that hard? Right. That's my fear about moving somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't so bad for me. It was harder for Stacy because again she's got commitment issues and stuff but I'm I was I had the wherewithal to know to like give her space and it wasn't as big of a deal to me I'm, I'm kind of an asshole and it, it but also... I will tell you I actually every like I had a lot of friends in New York and when I decided to move here pretty much like almost everybody decided to move to either Nashville or California literally everyone I knew oh, left. Wow. I was like oh not a coincidence yeah yeah it's just I but then you met me then I met oh, Devin God. and everything and was then fine. And every, then everything was roses. Aww. And I was like, thank God, get out of here and hang out with Devin. Give me my peace. I, I will say, though, he was in a band the whole time. So when he came here, it was his first time to, like, pay rent and do all that grown-up stuff that I had to figure out, like, you know, you know, when went right out of college. So I lived at my mom very... and dad's house till I was 33 years old. Hey, wow. I'm 31 and my mom made me coffee this morning. So nice. I Love understand. It. Yeah. If I had that luxury, I would still keep doing that. I think it's great if you, especially in New York, I have some friends that moved in with their parents during COVID and they're saving money and they're getting their laundry done and everything. 
Yeah. It is like a weird thing that I think a lot of, I think a lot of newly married couples who move in right as they're about to get married face where all of a sudden you're just seeing a completely different side of someone and that you're living with them. Even friends, I know like when they move into each other's homes, there's a whole new reaction of like, how have you been living until you yeah. met me? Yeah, I have friends that buy houses with their partner and I'm like, uh, you sure you don't want to like live together for a week or two for you? Yeah. Just buy a house. I would say though, like considering those odds, like we actually got along a lot better than I thought. Like I, I, I was unnecessarily way more terrified and scared. And then I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. I enjoy him. (laughs) Yeah. We're good. Like we're, when we're best friends, we're the best of friends. And when we're fighting, we're like, I'm like two seconds from murdering him. Like I'll whisper when he's sleeping. I'm going to kill you. I think so. Actually, maybe not because I think a lot of couples will hide that and we're just like, whatever. Well, that is always like the concerning part to me. I think it's interesting though, like how quick we can shift on a dime. Yeah. Like, wait, you mother fucker. (laughs) And and it's hard now with a baby because even though the baby's three months, I'm like, we're scarring her. And then we try to, and then we'll try and fight in whisper tones, like, <laughs> and it's like with this, and it just feels absurd. I remember one time we were hanging out with Devin, and Devin's like, "Guys, guys, stop fighting!" And then me and Alter were like, "What are you talking about? This is this is this how is we are. This is great. Like we're, I've we're actually getting along to me and like a boyfriend before, where they're <laughs> like, "Okay, you're making me uncomfortable." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. We're just trying to decide like what year this movie came out." Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm now used to I'm now used to the Stacey Nanto back and forth, but I also think that. Like, I thought it was cool that you spent the year apart in quarantine, that it worked for you guys and was something most people might be like, like, there's kind of this assumption that if you're in a couple, like you have to be together all the time, because why wouldn't you be? But it it actually is healthier not to be, I think. I agree with that. I think so, too, because then also we have stories we can tell each other. If we're together all the time, what stories are we going to tell each other? You got to get up. And also, I think that's one of the things that make us work is that you know, he always did his own thing and I do my own thing. And, um, you know, I don't she's care. got a close set of friends. I have a close set of friends. Yeah. We can mingle with each other's friends easily. There's just yeah. not any weirdness. And that part's great. And also I, I just, because I like spending time apart from him doesn't mean I hate him or anything. I just like spending time. Any apart time where I can get away from my healthy. wife and kid. Would yeah. be you great. need to get away from the wife and kid as <laughs> got much I gotta as take one possible. dump. Would you stop with the dumps? They're gonna just think I that's all you can. do. He has to take one every day. He can't. He's been we, holding it in. It hurts. His stomach. We hurts. wanted to present ourselves well, as this classy couple, and I feel like it all went out the window in thirty seconds. Okay. Just... Well, speaking of class, Anto, what is your favorite? What is your favorite ninety-day couple, and who do you relate to the most out of all the ninety-day couples? Since you're a ninety-day fiance. Oh, that's that's a loaded question, Ed. Because I'm the Filipino. <laughs> Ed was good, but Ed, he's just such a piece of shit. That's not that funny. I mean, honestly, they're all so horrible. They're all really shitty. Okay, well, but... but Okay, okay. I like Michael and uh, Angela, is it? The the redneck? Yeah, yeah. I like them because Michael is so sweet and nice. And yeah. Angela is just like, I don't care. This is America. You gonna tell American how to act? You motherfucker. You gonna tell American how to act? Yeah. And she's like soothed by cake. Remember the first time Michael messed up, he got her a cake and she was like, 
okay, now I am going to forgive you because, yes, I do want to eat this cake, which I related to. That's like to. Anto. He forgives me if I give him chocolates. That's all it yeah. takes. Oh. Wait, so the last time, one of the last times I was at Stacy and Anto's house, I was there with my boyfriend. She's like, oh, you guys want some uh, some of these really good uh, cheesecake cupcakes that, that Anto's Oh, my God. I made. wanted to Anto's murder mom made for, for us, you guys want some, and we're like, oh my god, yeah, of course, like feasting into these like delicious things. The and last Susie's like, oh, four. There's, there's none left. Anto's probably really mad. He goes, yeah, I want to murder you right now. <laughs> I was like, she what? offered up these cheesecake caramel cheesecake cupcakes, cheesecake cupcakes. The last three, and she's like, Matt, Devin, you all want these? And of course, they're like, yeah. It's like, like it's, we need to. Stresses me out yeah. so much. Oh, That's, it was that... horrible. I would be able, I would not be able to hide my expression. Oh, you know how hard it was? I had to sit there smiling and like grinding my teeth going, yeah, Matt and Devin, enjoy it. (laughs) It's it's so frustrating because Anta's always like, Stacey, don't let me eat any more sweets. Just tell me, don't let me eat any more sweets, blah, 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 blah. So then the sweets come and it's it's the test time. I go, Anto, don't eat those sweets. And he's like, don't tell me what to do. I know I'm going to eat it now and I'm going to eat it slowly in front of you despite you for saying that. I'm like, I don't care. You're the one that told me to do that. And I'm just going to stop doing that. Then he gets mad. He's like, no, don't stop doing that. And so it's like, I, I no one means it when they say, don't like, let me eat sweets. (laughs) No No one means that. (laughs) I've been in Carolina's house when her mom is like, Oh, like, do you want to take these leftover things? And I'm like, no. And she's like, please take the leftover brownies, please. And I'm like, what? Like, what's the deal? And then I realized it's because Carolina is like, no, we can't have sweets in the house. And then if that were Anto halfway down the road, he'd call me like, turn around, give me those sweets back. It's sort of like I, how I can't like handle alcohol. Like there's certain things that I just don't allow in my life anymore. Like McFlurries. I remember the first time I had a McFlurry. Uh, and they always turn it upside down. No, yeah, it, just, it was like the first time I had Xanax where I was like, if I take this again, it will take me down a dark path and I'll never come back. And <laughs> And that's how I feel about certain desserts. Like eggnog used to be a big part of like my holidays. I would go shopping alone when I was in seventh grade, buy two cartons of eggnog, drink them by myself. Eggnog? Yeah. yeah. Eggnog. Okay. Eggnog. Like, so it's just like, you know, you like look on that, like, oh, I don't, I don't participate in that kind of activity anymore. Like it's harm to me. Wow, you're so strong and disciplined. She's strong. To get back to 90 Day Fiance, I identify really with the um, girl who yells a lot. Which one? Oh There's seven million. There's so many of them. <laughs> what about the girl? She's like the girl who's married to someone who's not from the U.S. That's why. <laughs> I identify with the girl who, wait, I have to look her up, who yells about her red makeup bag. <laughs> yes, wait. I forget their names, but that girl was such a bitch. She was is that, a, bitch. Is that the Russian girl? And then yes. she was married to the like kind of Humpty Dumpty guy? Yes. Yeah. And when he tried to ask but her, red to bag up. with the makeup. <laughs> oh, because he he lied to her and said that he was rich, but he blew all his money and stuff. Right? Is that the? Yeah. I think yeah. I yeah. I think so. <laughs> and when he tried to get her to sign a prenup, she just screamed. Yeah. I mean, like there was no part of her that tried to. Um, maintain any composure and I, I really respect it in a lot of ways you know I'm, I'm kind of a people pleaser like I'm constantly thinking about like how, how much I'm scared of like any sort of escalation or conflict and, and what reality tv has really brought into my life is that like I should actually dive into the center yeah. of the um mosh pit and just really <laughs> scream out what no one else is saying I completely forgot about them she was 
insane and a lot of screaming. Scary. But wait, did he did he bring her back yeah. her bag of makeup? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he God. did everything for her. Like as soon as she got off the plane, she had um she had like giant bags and she was like expecting him to like put them in the car for her and like she just was like a huge bitch. And wasn't she the one that he said like I feel like you're only with me for the for money and she was like that is the only yeah. reason I'm with you. She's like that is that's why <laughs> Get your money, you stupid fucker! <laughs> Wait, so I relate most to Yara. I love Yara. Oh, and she's the best. Jovi. I hate Jovi. Jovi's the worst. I hope they don't stay together, but I love Yara and her little baby. I want to watch Happily Ever After because I've never watched that. And then what's the one? Oh, The Other Way. Anto oh, has highly way. recommended 90 Day The Other Way to me, and I haven't watched it yet. I'm also realizing that you can probably skip the entire season and just watch the tell-all because they kind of recap the whole damn thing. But then what's the point? I want to watch that show for entertainment. No, that's true too. But sometimes <laughs> the cliffhangers are so juicy. I'm just like, how am I going to get to next week? I know. Whenever I think about Jovi, I think about when he went to a strip club and the stripper like took him up to like the lap dance room or whatever. But the... <laughs> I, it makes me laugh so hard the way he walked because this stripper literally was walking him like he was like a, a little kid yeah <laughs> he had his like hat backwards <laughs> and he was just it, it was like someone was taking him to the bathroom like yeah he's like kid. i have to go i have to go <laughs> i have to take it's a not... peaceful dump yeah <laughs> anto goes to the strip club for his peaceful dumps too that's where that's the only place i can take a peaceful dump this is actually a lesson that I want to tell the universe because it's really helped me in New York City is that if you have to go to the bathroom and you're out in New York City, find a hotel, you can oh. go and take a nice piss in a beautiful hotel bathroom. You just walk in there. Where are you going? You're going to go have a, a drink with a fancy hedge fund manager. No, you're not. You're going to <laughs> lock it down. It's really just like a gift. You don't have to go to Starbucks. I used to do that all the time when I worked at VH1 because the bathrooms were in the middle of the, what do you call it, the pit area where all the cubicles yeah. are. So everyone could see who goes in the bathroom and how long you're in there for. No. And you come out. So I used to go to the W Hotel across the street and just be like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, I knew they, they caught on to my, my gig because they were like, this girl every day comes in around the same time. <laughs> She's gone for... 11.30 a.m.? Okay. <laughs> yeah. but I'm here to like, hook up your yeah. bathroom. The worst was there was this, I used to also go on a different floor in the building and they had one of those bathrooms that has the timed lights and I had a really bad day of eating something. And after yeah. 15 minutes, the lights went off and then some people came in yeah. and I was like, oh my God, I don't want them to think I was like in here in the dark. And I had to like wait for them to leave. You should have scared them off with one big fart. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. like this is like the, your hiking story was bringing it back with the beads of sweat I was like right, oh my god don't let it don't even I even actually lifted my feet up the, the stall door because I didn't want them to think like someone was just sitting there in the dark like a loser yeah, yeah. But, I've, I've started just scaring people off and like <laughs> letting out like a warning fart no. like you don't want to stay here you, <laughs> you like don't a pistol to race. be here you don't do want to be here do not stay here why am I scared of you when you should be scared of me? <laughs> I like how you're like, take that. And then you just like unleash yeah, exactly. it. She, she get out of here. You get, puts, you, you get. She puts her you head go, under the girl. bottom of the stall like a horror movie, like The Grudge. And she's like, oh, you 
Exactly it. And you know what? You guys jogged my memory. So this is some good sound <laughs> advice for your listeners as well. If you find yourself in a scenario where you're on a first date and you go to a drive-in, and this happened to me. I got hit with a massive dump attack. I'm Nobody thinking drive-ins. I'm anymore. thinking to myself, what am I gonna do here? This is the first time I can't be gone for 25 minutes and then come back. It was like a first date, know. right? It was like a first date. So I had no choice. I was like, I'll BRB. I was gone for maybe half an hour oh. hooking up this bathroom. And I mean, hooking it up. And on the way back, I was like, what am I going to say? I don't know. And then it came to me. I stepped in the car and I went, oh, my God, I couldn't find the car. I've been looking <laughs> around for like 40 minutes. I could not find the damn car. It was like a parking lot with 10 cars, wasn't yeah, it? And then like, she... I was like, that might be a little bit more transparent than you think. But okay. <laughs> She's being nice. And now everyone listening is going to think you have like the worst flatulent issues or like some. One dump that's a day. Okay. That's all it is. One dump a day. A dump okay. a day. But that's how it's actually more like when I'm dating someone or when I'm seeing someone like I've been on I once I lived with a boyfriend for two weeks, but we'd only been dating for a short period. I pooped twice in two weeks. Nice. Oh, good for you. It was horrible. No, that's not good I, for you. I know. I know. No, I no disagreement. It was awful. <laughs> and I went on a road trip with a new boyfriend once, pooped once for the whole week. Like just was that's like, horrible. I used body. to be that way. That's and then right. I, I something happened where I was like, you know what? I gotta choose my physical well being over I choose hiding me. something that I happens on a regular well, like when not enough songs about that like there's got to be a Kelly Clarkson like bop about like <laughs> I choose I gotta go <laughs> should I impress this guy Are or just let my let body do what it naturally does <laughs> yeah, let, let me go yeah I mean I used to be really anxious about that and one guy that I was dating like that was when I smoked cigarettes so obviously uh, things are gonna come a knocking <laughs> so I I go to the get coffee it was like the morning like he slept over and it was like one of the first times he slept over and then we went and got coffee I have a cig I'm like okay 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 and he we like he's like you don't want to sit down with the coffee and I was like oh sure we can sure we can sure um and then I was like I really have to get some writing done and he was like oh me too and I was like well I I'm just going to go back to my place and like, you don't have your stuff. And he's like, I actually have my laptop in my backpack so I could just work from your place. And I was like, um, so I have to use the bathroom. And he yeah. was like, okay. And I was like, in a very serious way. <laughs> Cause I didn't know what else to say. And then the whole rest of the time we were dating, I would always say like, I got to go in a serious way. And he would understand. There you go. Yeah. That's I, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You know, That's it's nice language to use. I yeah. mean, we've been saying yeah. a lot of big man dumps, dump here, yeah. dump here, but Leave I got to go to class in a up. serious way. Yeah. It's serious. Like, I just mean, like, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be like, I can it's just go in and go It's not a comedy. It's a drama. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it means turn up the television, any radios yeah. you have, turn it up. and Turn it up. Open doors, don't... open windows. <laughs> like. Yeah. If you all don't mind, just quickly, I want to circle back to Angela and Michael yes. from 90 Day. The other thing yes. about Angela that drives me insane is at all the tell-alls, she's such a bitch to everybody. Yeah, She puts her nose in everyone's business and she always ends up like showing her tits and screaming and fixing to fight a bitch. 
And it's just unbelievable. And it's just so mean. It's just like, dude, you're so mean and just shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's also I feel like they all do that because they're all in such bad relationships that they just come ready to talk about other people's relationships. Right. Like yeah. from the second they get there, it's like side eye, side eye. Oh, she's with him. Oh, oh. she's with that guy. And I would never. Do you guys remember Muhammad and then what is it? Daniela? Danielle. Yes. Danielle. The last uh, tell all I saw, they had Muhammad on and it was kind of unbelievable because he was like, you guys are just trying to stir up shit. Why don't you talk about her finishing school and getting her fucking G, what is it, a GED? And like, and the whole like room and the host was like, oh my God, it was true. It's just like, fucking shut up and talk about the good stuff. I think there's something about like the the unromantic couples on 90 Day where I'm like, at least you, like your expectations are a little bit more reasonable than most couples I know who are yeah. like, this yeah. is going to be amazing. You are my one and only, you are my star. I can't believe I'm marrying my best friend. Like at least some couples are like, I got a green card and all I have to do is talk to her cat once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't even have to kiss her. Like, Did you all see the the girl from Michigan? She's like insane. Who was dating the one guy and then got in a fight with him. And then she just started sleeping with his cousin. <gasps> yes. She yes. was insane. Yes. She was the cat lady. What was yeah. her name? She was really scary. I, I just remember like, she's from Michigan and was just like buying him like expensive watches and cologne and just like spending. What a shit cousin. Yeah, no, he cousin, was like, well, if he's no. not getting the green card, I am. Yeah, and he Kinda. was like, I have a wife and kids. Like, it was, it was like <laughs> yeah, he basically was like, it's like, okay, I'm going to work for Amazon. Like, okay, I'm going to work for this corrupt company, but in order to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. I want you. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com we obviously want to talk about your decision to have children, child, child, child. and she's just um, smiling at Stacy right now. It's really cute to yeah, have the cutest you. child that is known to man. 
but I also want to talk about Stacy's first intro to parenthood, which was on the set of a show we all know and love, and that is uh, 16 and Pregnant. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us about your experience there? All, all the reality show starts to blend into, you know, like one big blur, but there's one time, you know, you interview these people and you have to ask them these questions, you know, how they get pregnant and all this stuff. And you have to um, totally come off non-judgmental because that's the reality secret to get them to open up to you all the time and feel comfortable enough to talk to you. And I was um, interviewing one person. I was like, okay, like how did it happen? And I think the guy was 18 at the time and the girl was 15. And he goes, well, we ran out of condoms. So I just used a saran wrap with oh. a rubber band. No. <laughs> and it was like the one time I broke the, the rule after I, I like, put my camera down. I was like, you honestly did not think a saran wrap and a rubber band. I mean, that's so loose. I mean, that doesn't even hold food together. If you put it in a backpack, it's going to unravel and your food's going to be everywhere. I was like, what? what? Mustard escaped yeah. that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? And I just remember it's just it's. And then the, the sad thing is, it's like, you know. Any of those types of shows. If they have like a civilized conversation, it's like, okay, th this is boring. And I'll like literally go in there and be like, guys, talk about the, your favorite 16 and pregnant episodes. What did you like about that? And like this, this is, I go, yeah, it was entertaining. You guys are boring. You guys are so boring. I go, I need you to like bring up this. You need to be relatable. You're acting like everything's. And I just remember being saying these things and trying to instigate fights and all this stuff and then leaving and being like, God, I hate myself. I went to school. <laughs> my dad wanted me to be a doctor. I'm just, what am I doing with my life? And it just, right, had, right. you know, um, and so my experience with 16 and pregnant wasn't, and I left it to move to LA. Cause I was like, it was actually kind of, um, it was like, a, it was a bit of a hard show for me to work on like 16 and pregnant and wife swap because you just, <laughs> you're just, I feel like you're just kind of making really weird glorified home videos of people when they're going through something. And, yeah, you know, I, and you're trying to, um, <laughs> I will say, didn't 16 and pregnant lower the teen pregnancy percentage in the United States though? Like, I did hear directly... that. Yeah. And then I did, I did a shoot once, um, for something else in, um, the Bahamas and they said they use it in sex ed in the Bahamas because they're, um, boys, if you didn't get a girl pregnant by the time you were 13, you were considered like a loser. <gasps> and they said okay. that they would use 16 and pregnant. And then actually it made me feel great. Cause I was like, Oh, this is actually a reality show that did some good, which you don't know it when you're in it at the time. Cause you're like, what am I doing with my life? And then you hear these stories and it's actually did lower the pregnancy rate there. Did wife swap help out the country? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm curious. You guys have a baby as I can see on my zoom monitor. She's so, oh, she's so cute. cute. She's really um, cute having a baby is famously easy and doesn't become a big part of your life. How does that affect your relationship? And how did the decision to become pregnant affect your relationship? Yeah, I, I, I actually never wanted kids either because I'm very self-centered. I like to sleep in. I like to travel when I want to travel. I like to do all those yeah. things. And she made that abundantly clear. Yeah. And I was coming to terms with like, okay, well maybe, maybe it's going to be fine. Yeah. Cause I kind of wanted kids, but, wasn't entirely sure, but I was on the path of like, all right, fuck it. If she doesn't want to, she's the boss, right? I don't, oh, I'm not the nice one that has to push it out of my that's body. Nice. Well, then my 
you know, not to not to make it depressing or anything, but then when my mom got sick, it was really weird. Like one of the first thoughts was like, oh God, she's not going to meet her grandkids. And you're like, where does that thought come from? I never thought about right. that. And then yeah. in, in a, I never told her that, but then in a beautiful non-bullying way, she was like, if you're ever curious, you should just see a fertility special, just specials, just to see how much time you have. Like if you, if right. you ever want to do it, if you're ever on the fence about it. So I kind of did it with like, whatever, I'll just see. But I assume since she had five kids, like I, I can just have it whenever I want, if I wanted to. And I went to, in New York, I went to two different fertility specials and they were both were like, but yeah, you have no chance in hell. Have you considered an egg donor? And I was like, okay, okay wow. first off, I'm going to have a kid. I don't want to be like half onto and half someone else. I'd rather be half me. <laughs> so just right. kidding onto love you. And then, <laughs> um, so it was one of the, and then is I'm such a, vengeful bratty person that when they were both like you can't do it I was like well I'll show you and then I went to this fertility specialist in Texas who's actually like a family friend and um also she's a half Filipino lady like myself so she's the best she's the best and she's like oh yeah I can make it happen and then um you know we went through like I had I went through four cycles and it was weird IVF yeah four cycles of IVF sorry and um it's it's such a crazy thing because you have to take these injections at the same time every night. So I remember one time in New York, I went with a group of friends to Benihana's and they didn't have our, res- we went there as a joke, but also I do love Benihana's. And because <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever gone. Oh yeah. It was on just first time. This is, we're showing him the finer things of America, <laughs> like Benihana's. Right, you're like, you're going to love it here. <laughs> yeah. And then, so they didn't have our reservations because someone wasn't taking the reservations correctly that worked there. And we had to wait two hours and I was like, oh shit. And then you find yourself in these situations where you're like, oh my God, I have to inject myself in this disgusting bathroom. Their bathroom is like oh a Penn God. Station bathroom and there's like a crack. So people can see through the stalls and there's only two and there's a long line and you're like, oh, oh and you have to mix it yourself and like inject oh my yourself. God. And it happened another time on an airplane. Like, and I'm like, I've in heard the, about this with it's, people doing IVF. It's yeah. like, oh, really? Like it's sort of get into an alley, give yourself a shot. Yeah. And then I unfairly again, and another, uh, like you're seeing all the asshole sides of me. It's like, I get resentful because Anonto is like, um, he's guys don't have to do anything. Like the girls right. have to do all of it. And he's, it's not it his was fault. Bad. I felt so, but then you have to, yeah, because so. it's, it's totally unfair. The guys have it the easiest. And if anything, this, like, I've always thought women are the more superior species, but Thank this, this points, fully was like, <laughs> God damn, literally the world wouldn't exist without women. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just insane yeah. how much she did. It was crazy. Well, well you, she really shouldn't have gone smoking your cigars and drinking while she was giving birth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It was hard. And then she was getting mad about the strip clubs, but it's hard to give that up. <laughs> I and then you're like, but I have to take dumps and I only can <laughs> yeah. take them at the strip club. So I just have to go. You think I don't want to take dumps? You think I don't want to go to male strip clubs? Okay. <laughs> It's just very, those bathrooms are just way gross to do the injections. But out of four cycles, I only had one good egg and here she is. What a good egg though. So far. This is really helpful for me to hear because I think I'm a very selfish person. Like I said, I'm 31 and my mom made me coffee this morning. And like, (laughs) I do like sleeping in. Sleep is a very important part of my life. I like talking about myself. Obviously, Devin and I have a podcast where we do that every day, but I'm really into babies right now. You like, want to babysit anytime. I want yeah. to babysit. <laughs> I mean, it it is it is weird because I I chose to have a baby at forty one. 
I which could, that is the way to go, by the way. Anyone that's having kids I at 20, agree. that is not the way to go. Get old and then have them. Well, I mean, live I your life and then have them. To each their own. Okay. I think, I think like Devin's way more mature than I was at her age, but I feel like I was such a crazy person in my 20s. And then in the 30s, I was like, whatever. And I mean, there's still, I still had definitely panic attacks being like, I'm not where I want to be in my career and stuff. And I want to do this and this. And like, you know, you're like, oh, what am I doing getting pregnant now? I wish, like, if I had the luxury, I feel like I would have waited another five years. But then I was like, okay, then I would be like this age when she's 10. I'm already going to be in my 50s when she's 10. But I, I think now is like, it made sense to, for me, even though yeah. I was still like not ready and panicking and had crazy anxiety all the way up into the day. Cause even a week before the baby came, I was having dark thoughts like, wait, why did I do this? Like, what? <laughs> right i think that's normal though it's such a big thing all of a sudden your body's been hijacked by like this alien creature there were so many times that stacy called me while i was at the strip club being like i think this was a mistake (laughs) and i'm just like can this wait i can't hear you (laughs) this needs to wait you cannot call me when i'm at work i'm just like mercedes he's like talking like this because he's getting motorboat he's like i'm like i can't i'm trying to talk to you about our child (laughs) it was very annoying and inconsistent I think that's relatable yeah yeah i mean i don't know but it's it's been weird because i've never ever ever been a morning person and i also never had boobs and then all of a sudden i get these boobs that have all these instructions and they're filled with all this liquids and it's just like i i didn't know i that's like been the biggest struggle for me is like feeding so yeah that's also a big thing is that i don't have boobs so i'm like very stoked at like just get knocked up getting get a baby up. two birds one stone yeah, you know, like <laughs> then you'll have a- yeah but it's like yeah you get boobs but then it's like they're leaking and their things are coming out well, of that's it okay. and it's so weird that's you okay. feel like okay. a yeah <laughs> that's i mean yeah. yeah and then for me you know it's it was very difficult because i had to sit there while they cut stacy open okay and you're like gross yeah i'm just kind of sitting there like well this is kind of gross but okay i mean also then, he had know, to find the yeah, perfect material dealing, to get him to jerk off in a cup yeah i'm dealing yeah. with stacy crying and being hormonal and having to breastfeed and she's waking up at 6 30 in the morning Bless and i'm you. just like can you just be quiet when I you're know. leaving i am so selfish i am so sorry for all those times i interrupted your sleep that's and... okay i mean we've gotten used. i've gotten used to it <laughs> also something bit. um i didn't know but like literally as even though you're pregnant your body's changing and you're going through all these gross things something i never knew that people should talk about is like women start to snore like like never louder than ever ever before you have farts all the time your body, like, it's just like making sounds out of every orifice possible. <laughs> and it's, and it, it's just crazy. Like every, it's like whoever invented all this is like, how can we make this worse? What right. other yes. thing can we add on top of this to make it more disgusting so, so that no one will ever want to be with you? Also your gums, if you <laughs> floss, they get bloodier. They bleed more because you have so much, half your weight is blood weight. You know, it's just I weird. I worry about that. I haven't <laughs> flossed in a while. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Same here, sister. It's Same just here. It's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. Do you wake yourself up snoring sometimes? Like I said, that loud. Anto, oh my God, Anto filmed me once because I was like, I actually gave him permission because I was like, I, I don't believe you. I want to hear how She's loud like, it is. There's no way. There's it no sounded way. like he was doing like Foley artist work somewhere because it was like, it was really. A whale breaching. It sounded like. 
<laughs> and then it's so weird because it, my face looks like it's not doing anything. And it was, it was like, <sighs> and, oh, and wow. he was great though, because I've always been an insomniac. And so I will say like, I sleep harder than I've ever slept and he didn't wake me up. And that was a very oh, beautiful, really lovely sweet. gesture. Even I though just I picked was... her up and moved her into the living room and then went back to sleep. <laughs> shush, shush, yeah, shush. I hit my head on the wall, but I was now. in such a deep sleep. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> it was nice. I am obsessed with the name Charlie for a girl. Oh, thanks. She is going to be so cool. She is definitely going to be cool. Or maybe a big nerd. We actually don't know. Man, I hope so. I just don't want her to be an asshole. If you get one egg and like, I want it to be like, there's like dysfunctional people in my family. And I always get worried like, oh God, what if we end up raising like a big. Yeah, I'm becoming very conceited because I'm just like, oh, this isn't going to be that bad because my parents were from croatia and had no like way of helping me yeah but you got half my family genes in it no i know but it's just like i feel like we're more equipped to like guide them through life to be like this shit doesn't matter this is okay whereas mine was like oh you gotta be where's the a oh i feel like yeah i feel like parents can only do so much it's it's outside it's outside noise right right? i don't know yeah we'll we'll let you guys know on the 4,000th episode if yes. it's going good or bad we've got okay let's meet again when charlie graduates high school yes. and this time she can be a part of the interview oh my god we'll probably be like flying in the air doing interviews yeah. by then well yeah the my microphone will be like an inch tall and it will be coming from my eyeball yeah and, and i'll be 100 years old will you guys leave us with one piece of advice for people who want to get married and one piece of advice for people who are thinking about having kids. You want to go first or should I? Uh, you, if you have an answer, you go first. Let me think here. Okay. For marriage advice. (sighs) I think you should have your own life. And then that way you're not like dependent on your partner's life. And as long as there's, I don't know. I'm sounding like an idiot. I will, I I will I say, cool I will say with kids. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I don't win if I don't want to. Don't do any of this. We're miserable. Oh, so I'm a big fucking failure because I don't want to have a life. Okay. Yeah. And we're, say... we're seconds away from dropping our no, kid off at a fire good. station. No, that is very that good advice. Good. And I've been have on either side. Yeah. But yeah. I will say for kids, and this started out selfishly where I was like, well, maybe we should have a kid. Because think about down the line, if like we can't visit with our family, with Thanksgivings and Christmas, what is it just going to be us? gonna be so bored with each other at least a kid will like break the silence and give us something to talk about and it was such a like a self-absorbed entertainment kind of built-in thing but now i'm like you know what's cool is like all those things you loved in when you were little like being imaginative and playing and doing all this stuff now you can do that again yeah it, it like you know but like i'm already getting excited to like this is so cheesy but i'm like so excited to take her to her first broadway show or um, yeah. you know, and, and play and take her on trips and having her see things for the first time. And it's so funny. Cause I always would get so bored when people would show me photos of their babies or they make me hold them and all that stuff. I was never like a baby person, but now I'm like, Oh my God, she made like a really weird sound. I think it was like Al Pacino. Cause it was like, oh, yeah. and then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm turning into one of those people that's overanalyzing something that's literally nothing and making it like, she's a genius. I'm like, she's doing impressions already. She's doing Aaron <laughs> Neville. You know, he's the guy that's like, right. And I'm like, I'm like, she's a G. And then I'm like, oh, God, I turned into that parent. I hate where everyone thinks every little thing they do. is. Yeah, if you have a kid, it, it really is a thing of when it is your own. It's a 
it's like the truest yeah. statement that you actually give a shit and it doesn't suck when i mean it sucks when they cry but not you can handle it you can like yeah it's like this is this is my life now and it's fine and then the biggest piece of advice and this is for real is for all the dudes that have uh wives and girlfriends that have the baby you need to fucking do everything change as many shit diapers as you can try to give them as many this. breaks as you can because watching what Stacy went through from like oh, the shots to the transfer to the carrying the baby for nine months and then having the baby, I literally was on like easy street for real. And all the yelling I do when I was very hormonal at you and telling yeah. you to pack your bags and move back to Canada. Yeah, I just, <laughs> there was only out of like all of those instances, there was only one time where I was like, okay, so we're not going to make it. Do I stay in the U.S. or do I go back home? <laughs> right but just you need to like yeah you have to help out like i just want to do as much as i can because she's fucking did everything i've done done nothing and even when the baby's here it's like her milk her titties are the one keeping her alive i'm not doing anything she's the benny well that and formula She's the flaming yeah. onion. But we're doing we're doing a combo because my milk supply isn't isn't as a you know a, a bountiful as I would like like it, you know. as a twenty one year old. Yeah, but oh, wow. uh, but I would just say like reappreciate all those little things like everything she's learning new for the first time and like Christmas and like the holidays. I was nerdily like Christmas. I'm like now you know now it's like it's weird. It's not as fun. You know, like the family isn't as you know they're not all there as they used to be and you know all that stuff and like we got really nerdily excited. We're like, Oh my God, should we get like monogram stockings? Like we got, yep. and she's, you know, that she was like two months or however old she was at the time. Like she can't even hold her head up. And we were just getting really excited. Like, Oh my God, our first Christmas. And it yeah. was completely uneventful and it wasn't exciting, but you know, those, but it was, yeah, but it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> no, I think this chick didn't even know what was going on. We're like, bro, we made you a <laughs> monogram stocking. She's squirting diarrhea out the ass. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. you guys got a special yeah. custom. Fucking unbelievable. And for marriage, I would say, speaking of diarrhea out, out of the ass, if you can diarrhea out of the ass in front of your partner and they don't care and they can like enjoy and laugh about it, then that's the secret to getting married. Marry that person. Yeah. Shit your pants. Oh. Next time you're on a that's hike, the test. just shit your pants. I, I think that is a mistake I made is that I didn't say, okay, I'll shit in the woods and you'll hold my hand through it. Yeah. Caroline, if you, you're yeah. saying this, this person actually was cool about it and said, why don't you just go in the woods? Yeah. That's a good sign. That is yeah. a right. good sign. Right. That yeah. is a good just sign. Just let that dump run. <laughs> let, let it flow. No, and I, you let know. Let it flow and you'll have a kid in a marriage. I always, I always remember Bill Murray had a quote where he's like, what you do is you travel all around the world and with the, with the person. And then if you come back and you still like each other then marry that person. And I remember being like, what a pompous answer, because not everyone oh has God. a luxury yeah, to no travel kidding. all around the world. And well, maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I would say like, you know, if you can travel with them and tolerate them and live with them first, don't get married then you know, like the fifties or whatever. And yeah, then live your live life, it. do everything you need to do. Take your dumps when you can that without being interrupted, enjoy oh, it all. I feel like this podcast yeah. has been 90% dumps. I feel like we're also you know, giving the worst advice. It's a very relatable issue though, for people who are, <laughs> it's um, on everyone's mind at least once a day, probably more than that. And we're brave enough to talk about it. We <laughs> we're are so brave, brave enough. Unless you're me and you have another week to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anto and Stacey, so much for being so vulnerable. Um, 
and just joining here with your beautiful family. Right, so thanks for having us. For we having love us. your podcast, and we're excited that we finally got to have a conversation in that Carolina. I'm a long time Devin. listener. Devin. <laughs> long time listener, first time guest. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, we feel honored, honored. And it's okay if you never air this because we just love that we got yeah, to chat with you guys. Let me turn Charlie oh, around so y'all can see it. Oh, <laughs> That's have fine. Not been, uh, talk about a click. <laughs> oh, it's um, just like our dating life early on. getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.